This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for the recline. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the Tim Foyo Hat Titan. AKA the conspiracy realist, AKA the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, AKA I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, cause all the hoes say, J-U Ice, Young Caesar, cause you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark cause they couldn't find another animal just like me, AKA the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dame Grown Wild, the West Side Landlord, the pride of PA, High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shots Off Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Uh, Welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 202. We in the house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Corona can't keep us down. Oh, uh, man. We in the house, house, house. I got to drop a whole bunch of we in the house songs and shit on this motherfucker. Yeah, man. And we're not in the house, you know, because of the corona. Unfortunately, I just locked my keys in the car because uh, we would be in the same room right now. But, you know, as fate would have it, you know, this is how we got to do it. But next week we'll be in the same room. Yeah, I, I'm still in my living room right now, though. You know what I'm saying? But uh, we going to make your job it... like you work from the house yet? No, they are not. Wow, man. It's tough times. They hate y'all. It's tough times out here, man. It's tough My feet. here, man. Uh, it's uh, it's getting kind of frustrating, man. It's the giant elephant in the room. Is like I don't know how we not talk about Corona when when that's like taking control of our lives for the last I don't know what three weeks now or so. Yeah, for real. And I mean that was the basis of our episode for the most part last week. Yeah, and it was like last like so when we did our two hundred episode, we kind of like t- it was just kind of like starting. And like we didn't really get it. Like we had a better understanding of it last week, but like now nah, this week, this is it's different, different. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, unfortunately, this thing is continuing to spread. You know, we are in the city of Detroit where, you know, uh they were still cutting water off maybe about a week or two ago. Shit is crazy. So yeah, man, so you got people in their houses uh getting the last checks for feasibly who knows how long because a lot of us are not working right now you know me and jay are thankful to have jobs and careers that you know still pay us i'm working from the house but you know like you said you're still going in there every day and kind of kind of having to brave this shit and roll the dice man man it's and it's it's so frustrating man because like how how the how it's set up now is like I mean, right now it's a crapshoot. 
like it's so many quote unquote essential jobs out here. Like I keep seeing people on, on the internet saying, stay in the house, stay in the house, stay in the house. And they're going to go to work. Like how do these yeah. people who, I mean, I get it. Everybody wants to stay in the house and I would love to, but like if you work in a, a banking industry, if you work in shit, car, like the brakes place is still open. Fucking oil changes place is still open. You know what I'm saying? Like uh food place is still open. Uh, yeah, that's crazy, man. Like it's so many quote unquote essential jobs. You saying stay in the house, but like everybody still has to interact with people. Even the people who off yeah. work, who in a non-essential job, when you need some food, you got to go to Kroger and interact with people. So absolutely, it's like, nigga, it's just a matter of time for somebody for you touch somebody who touched somebody who coughed on something. Like it's a matter of time. Unfortunately, it's such a domino effect, and like you said, you can. I have been in the house myself since uh, Monday. You know, I ain't left out. Uh, but you know, I was fortunate to do most of my heavy grocery shopping shit last week, so I'm good for probably another week or so. But uh, it's rough out here, man. It's rough, and I mean, they give you some. I don't care how many times you're washing your hands spraying hand sanitizer you come in touch with one infected person nigga it's sneeze, all downhill nigga sneeze on you i don't give a fuck how many times you know wash your hands <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yeah or if they sneeze it's a done deal if they sneeze in the air and you breathe it in you know what i'm saying so yeah. like, and be perfectly honest man i can't believe nothing that i see on television the only thing you can do is just try and stay as safe as possible Cause That's like it. I'm getting missed messages, I'm getting. Well, we're not gonna test you unless you got these symptoms. Don't come to the hospital unless you've been sick all these days. And then you get people be like, "Oh shit, I'm tested positive. I ain't had no symptoms." So if I'm waiting on symptoms, nigga, I may wait till it's too late. <laughs> like who knows the day is supposed to kick in? Like, it's just too much shit going on, dog. You know, I got a good friend of mine who works in the ER. And, you know, has seen a lot of cases of people come in. Uh, he's talked to patients. I mean, personally, he's talked to some patients. And they've been sick and asked them, man, do you think I'm going to go home? And unfortunately, some people are coming in and never leaving back out. Yeah. So uh, if you can avoid going out at any cost, do so. Yeah. Do so. Uh, cook your own food if at all possible. We saw... You know, Slim Thug was like, he caught it, and he think he caught it just, you know, eating out in the streets and picking up carry out. You know, one of my favorite rappers, Scarface, got, got the coronavirus. I've seen, you know, the chief of police here in Detroit came down with it. And like um, 200 this, officers. Yeah. And they just, you know, out in the streets trying to do their job and keep the peace, and nobody is safe. Nobody is immune to this at all. Man, this shit wild, man. Uh, Slim Thug, I heard him talking. He was like, man, I've I been doing this. They was like, well, Slim, like, you went and got food. He was like, yeah, I did get some food. Like, nigga, I also saw you with a crispy lineup. You went to the barbershop. Oh, yeah, I was in the barbershop, too. I'm like, nigga, I thought you well, was staying in. I thought you was staying in, nigga. Like, 
Well, that'll that fucking do it right there. <laughs> like, at first, at first it came off like, yeah, man, I ain't went outside. I had a mask. I ain't been nothing. He was like, well, I did go get something to drink. I went to the pharmacy. I went to grab something to eat. I went and got my hair cut. Like, nigga, <laughs> like, you been out here. You're you doing quite a bit. You're doing quite a bit. <laughs> but the narrative gets out there like, yo, Slim Thug, he ain't left the house, and he had on gloves, and he, and, and he still got it. Like well, he ain't everybody not necessarily uh, giving all the information. All Being the completely truthful, yeah. And these gloves, they're one-time wears. Like family, they, they're one-time wear disposable gloves. And you, you can't wear the glove for an eight-hour shift and think you, <laughs> you think you out here clean. Yeah, man, that's that's just not how latex gloves work or these masks. Uh, you can't wear the same mask every day, all day, and think you're gonna be safe. Fam, these you gotta masks, also these masks are like we gotta be smart masks. too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's not it's not just a thing of you know staying in the house. I get it. Like some of us, we got to leave out, but it also is going down to being smart and using common sense. Yes, washing your hands will help. Hand hand sanitizer will help. But if you're wearing the same latex gloves for a week and the same latex mask, uh, you might be putting yourself in a bit of a predicament. So, you know, do the right thing. Man, you know what's so wild is um, they saying, well, look, stay in the house, social distancing, stay in the house, stay in the house. Nigga, what if you in a house with somebody who got that shit and you don't even know and they don't know? So let's say y'all stay in the house for 14 days, right? Y'all, the plan is I'm going to stay in the house from April 1st to April 14th. Day twelve, right. day twelve. You and your your oldest son, who y'all been in the same house together, but y'all ain't necessarily been like right up on each other. Day mm-hmm. twelve, he passed something to you, and you don't know until five days later. Day fourteen, y'all walk out the house thinking everything all good. Oh yeah, we've been in the house. Uh, we've been in here for fourteen days, nigga. Now you got it. Yeah, and I think uh, they are setting an unrealistic expectation that by second week in April, you know, this is all going to die down and we'll all be out the house. Uh, that's, that's unrealistic. And unfortunately, if, you know, the life in the world that we were been used to prior to the coronavirus being uh, such a pandemic and an outbreak is behind us. It's, it's, in the, it's in the rear view. Things will go back to being sane. But whatever sense of normal that it was will never be that again. Yeah. And um, so right now, the only thing that's going to fix this is testing. So apparently, America, us, we've been actually testing a lot more. We didn't test like 100,000 people or so. Uh, I'm not sure if you saw, like on the city of Detroit website, they have a testing facility down at Joe Dumars Fieldhouse on 8 Mile. Uh, didn't know that. Yeah, you gotta call your doctor. Essentially, say uh, you call your doctor, give him your symptoms. He give you a quote unquote prescription, or he tell you to go down there. And then um, it's a drive through, and it's open to the entire state. Um, I just saw today that Wayne County is ordering test kits for all essential jobs, so you can be tested going inside the in your places of business or whatever. Because that's the only thing. Like the social distancing and the quarantine is one thing. But the only thing that's going to actually put a dent in any of this stuff is if we know who has it and who does not. Because if I can, if you get a test and you understand that you have it, now you can quarantine and that quarantine be effective. Having everybody quarantine and no one knows who has what, it's it's better than nothing. 
but it's not effective. But now that testing is going to get out there. Um, apparently there's been a multiple test. There's some tests that come back in five, uh, four or five days. Some take a week, some take five hours. Like I want like one test that does everything. Yeah. Like a universal test. And apparently the test is not, uh, my, one of my bosses actually took the test because she was under suspicion. She was at her quarantine and went and she came back negative, but they stick this long ass shit and all in your nose and your navel cap. It's like this shit is not, it ain't like you get some swab and move the fuck on. Like it's a, it's a very, it's invasive. And it's being done through a drive-thru. Yeah. <laughs> because they don't, they don't want you to, well, you drive up and then uh, someone comes to the, to the, you know, saying to the window or whatever, but they stick this long it's ass. Probably in a full on hazmat suit. <laughs> right. No word. I got a lot of friends who nurses out there, man, and they are in danger. Yeah. And they've been like some. I just read a, a article before you called. Fifty-one doctors in Italy have passed from Corona. Fifty-one. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. You know, the U.S. has just. Uh, I was looking on Twitter. We just finally hit a hundred thousand cases of the coronavirus. We passed China and Italy, uh, and I still don't. See think that we've seen the worst of it yet nah. not even no and it's just it's just scary to think that you know we have just scratched the surface uh with what this can and it may do and uh so I, I still see people out here online saying that this shit not real that anybody who believe let me read this motherfucking comment i wanted to, i wanted to comment so bad but i'm like i gotta stop engaging with fools on the internet you know what i'm saying uh yeah but it was so stupid it was uh said anybody <laughs> Matter of fact, damn, nigga, they deleted a nigga comment because it was that dumb. But basically, it was like anybody who believes that people out here dying um, from coronavirus is stupid and they're sheep. You you can't die. Like, it's, it only got a 2% mortality rate. So if you believe people out here dying, then you stupid. I'm like, fam, do you know what mortality rate is? Like, you're admitting that 2% of the people die. So you mean, what's 2% of 100,000 people, sir? That's who like. Uh, uh, I that's a lot of people. That's, that's a, a lot of people. It may it may seem small in numbers, but that's a lot of people dying. Like people saying, "Well, it's only going to affect the older, or it's only going to affect people with pre-existing conditions," as if their life is not valuable because I got bronchitis. I'm I should die. Like it's okay for me to to die because I got bronchitis. No, I'm not comfortable with those numbers, <laughs> figures, and, people and just, that logic. People are just so casual with writing people off. Oh, I only mess with old people. Nigga. You don't want your grandma to die. It's people my age care. passing. Yeah. I don't care how old your grandma is, you don't want her to die. And, you know, I've had some pre existing conditions. You know, I know I'm susceptible to it. And,. You know, if my life don't matter to nobody but me, that's good enough. Shit, I'm just yeah, trying yeah. to live. I'm just trying to live and see another week, man. You know, I'm taking my taking my vitamins. You know, my my 
sexy oil, ginger, turmeric, and I'm staying in the house, man. I'm staying in the house. If you catch me out in these streets at one day. Uh, you catch me on the streets is probably to my car driving to work and driving back. You know what I'm saying? Um, or possibly in Captain J's. But other than that, man, I mean, I'm to the crib. <laughs> I'm to the crib, man. I'm eating this quarantine. So eating that ghetto ass chicken. Hey, man, sometimes that shit at work, one of the cafe, the little spot where we eat our food at, them niggas all called in. It was like, we're not doing this shit no more. This shit ain't safe. I couldn't. Yeah. You can't. What, what are you going to do? You can't. I got employees at work dropping off like flies, not because of the coronavirus, but because they suspect it. Oh, I got a quarantine. I got a quarantine. Niggas are afraid. Niggas are nervous. With good reason, though. Yeah. We've never seen, we've never seen anything like this. You know, I hope that it dies sooner rather than later. Uh, I just try and remember that I'm a man of faith. And that, you know, God going to get us, get us through this, but right. along with the Lord getting us through, uh, I'm going to use the good common sense that the Lord gave me and keep my fat yellow ass in the house. Facts. That's a fact. So, oh man, that's that. Man, outside of that, man, how your week been going, man? How you been, what you been doing or dealing with staying in the crib for this long? You know what, man, the, the thing, first of all, uh, by the time I emerge from this, my, my beard is going to be something magnificent. I am I am not shaving until the coronavirus is over because, you know, as a, uh, a single man, I'm not out here. You know, this is cutting into a social life. There's no dating that's going on. There's, you know, no company that's going on. So I figured now would be the time to let my beard reach zenith. Uh, Damn, you know, let it let it get big and yo. I think your beard has a finite length because uh, I've never seen it get too ridiculous. It's all it gets. It's a it's a certain level, and I've never seen it grow further than that. Because I I usually keep it pretty groomed. I'll be honest. Uh, it can't it can get wild, and I'm gonna see what it's gonna do in the next month. But I already got a barbershop apartment uh, appointment lined up for as soon as this this thing. When they say that we can possibly leave the house, I already had an appointment on deck. Uh, and shout out to my barbers because, you know, they put their lives in danger just to just to keep us gentlemen looking good once this thing is over. Beauticians, nail techs. Oh, yeah. They you know, you really, Yeah. Tattoo artists, you really, you know, things that you kind of like took for granted are, are no longer available to you. But as far as my week, man, I'm just trying to stay in a routine. Yeah. You know, I, I've been setting up shop in the studio, but then, you know, I thought I, I wanted to use my better judgment and said, you know, I just post up at home. Uh, oh, you know, yeah. it's been hard trying to maintain, but go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, to cut you off. No, yeah. If I forgot, like, so for those, you know, we in Detroit, we in Michigan. And uh, as of Tuesday, Michigan went into a, a shelter in place uh, and shut down everything except non-essentials. So, I don't yep. know where all you guys is from um, or if y'all state or y'all governor has shut everything down. But for Michigan, we have been shut down for the most part. Um, the road's been pretty empty. Uh, like I wanted to get out there and take some pictures. I wanted to go shoot on. Uh, I was going to go shoot on Wednesday because it was, uh, was going to be like 60 degrees. But they shut everything down on Tuesday. But like I'm a photographer. I would be by myself on an empty downtown street. It would be safe, but you know, curf not curfew, but 
everything. You know, rather be safe than sorry. Yeah. But what's so wild yeah, is just, like the governor was like, yo, um, you can go outside, you can walk your dog, you can go for a run. She said, ride your bike. Um, if you go out to a park, just make sure that you um within six feet, you know what I'm saying, of each other or whatever. Uh, and she said that while she's doing her press conference, but then when people go outside, they like, yo, go in the house. Don't go outside. Like, well, that's not necessarily what she said, but don't be at Rouge Park like y'all was this week. Oh, man, that 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 was that was stupid. Yeah. Uh, for those of y'all that don't know, Rouge is like a, a local park up here on the west side of the city. Right, and when it get nice outside, yeah, for sure, for sure. And when it get nice outside, you know, that's that's definitely the spot to meet up at. And it was they were handing out five hundred dollar tickets at the Rouge Park. Yeah, they needed that shit. Like, I mean, that bitch was packed like it was Belle Isle or some shit. Uh, like this shit was packed like it was the nineties. Yeah, people saw that first glimpse of a good day and they wanted to get out and enjoy it. But I mean, uh, listen, it's three weeks is all they asking for. You still got the rest of the spring and the summer in front of you. Sit your ass down for three weeks. The Man. biggest thing for me mm-hmm. being at home is just trying to keep up with a consistent routine. Yeah. You know, uh, with the line of work that I'm in, my schedule literally changes up every day. So, you know, it's been easy to go two days without a shower, but I'm just trying to get back into a normal routine of things, you know, taking out the dog, getting my getting my meals prepped together, just kind of keeping my wits about me. Uh, while I'm stuck in the house, you know, I've been able to catch up on some good shows. I definitely uh, did that, man. I definitely did that. Uh, so because been watching, of, been watching Tiger King on, on Netflix. I I started last night, but I fell asleep. I haven't made it through the first episode yet. But like, so shit's hella weird because shit's of hella the, weird because of the the shutdown or whatever. Like the effectively the studio shut down. Uh, so. Uh, I've been having free time after I get off work and I, I don't right. <laughs> so I've been uh, catching up on shit I, I do wish I could work from home because if well, if I work from home I would grow my hair back out and I'll pop up like DJ Envy and shit <laughs> with hair plugs? I don't, I don't need no fucking plugs nigga. you know what I'm saying but I'm like well shit I, you can't grow a full hair you can't grow a full head of hair I 100% can uh, I but, don't believe you yeah, but like I don't like that. I like to be. I like a clean look. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't like to look scruffy and shit. In that in between stage when you're growing back, if I wasn't going out the house, oh, that'd be great. But nah, I still got to go to work and see people. I I really can't fade that right now. So, you know, I was trying to grow the hair on my head, but then my daughter cracked on me and told me it looked like I was wearing a yarmulke because my <laughs> hair, was, my line wasn't connecting, wasn't connecting fully up front. So I said that. Ah, might as well keep up with the shaving of the ball head. I get to practice in. You know, nobody will see me. You know, I had a flawless shave today. No nicks. Oh, man. So nobody listen, gets- he, go, he go a little trick, though. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, that bevel shit is great, right? So you get you, absolutely it. So you get you a good bevel shave in, right? You got a good shave. Then, right. Then lather that bitch up and do it again. I'm talking about okay. the cleanest shit. I'm talking about like baby behind. And like you don't even got to put no pressure on that blade or nothing. Do that. Run that shit back one more time. Okay. That I'm talking about the cleanest fucking shave, dog. I'm telling you. So essentially shave it twice. Yeah, but it's like the second time. I mean, the first time it's already a, a, a fire shave. But I was like, I wonder. 
and I did that shit. I'm like, you know how you when you shave, you put your hand on there, you, that shit is smooth. I'm like, I wonder. Yeah. I did that shit again. I'm like, dog, this is amazing. All right, I'm gonna follow that advice, man. I'm yeah. a, I'm gonna try that. I do that on special, I ain't got no re- special occasions. You know what I'm saying? I gotta look extra extra clean for an occasion. I I, I run that bitch twice. Okay, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna try that. Yeah. So when I'm, I'm gonna what have it. you been doing to keep what have you been doing to keep busy during during the outbreak? What are you watching? Uh, man, I caught up on uh for life on uh, ABC Fifty Cent show. Uh, okay. I, I didn't want to watch it because I really wasn't fucking with Fifty, but that shit is pretty fucking good, dog. I can't lie. What's your beef with Fifty Cent? Uh, I, I didn't like how power. I ain't I ain't like all the power shit that was going on. I hated that shit actually. How they fuck okay. with power. So I was like, you know what? I don't I don't want to fuck with this TV right now. But that full life show is pretty good. I can't even front. Uh, it, it's pretty fucking good. So, uh, I caught up on Better Call Saul. Uh fucking peak television right there dog that shit is amazing yeah i, I love better call saw um what else i caught up on the walking dead finally i didn't watch i hadn't watched any of this season uh this I, season is actually really good at the walking dead uh it's all right it's it's, it's all right i caught I, I mean i binge watched the first ones and then i got to last sunday's episode and was like yeah uh but yeah besides that man uh i've actually been doing a little bit of I, I would call it reading, but I've been listening to audiobooks, so I call it reading. Okay. Um The Seven Uh Spiritual Laws of Success. Um I I highly recommend that dog. I mean it's about an hour and thirty minute audiobook or so. So you can knock shit as long that should be our this podcast probably fuck around and be longer than that. You know <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's just it's just a podcast essentially and, and length. Right. But it's a it's a it's an excellent read. Um, you know, I've been our good brother S.L. Jackson dropped a book recently, Animal Instinct. Absolutely. Uh, now's a yeah, now's a great time to get into that. Yeah, man. You know what, Loki? I actually got to finish it because I started and I'm like halfway through, and mm-hmm. and projects and and life just happened, and I haven't had a chance to uh to finish reading. So you know, that's a good idea. I'm actually finished that up to uh this weekend. Yeah, and that's and that's family. So I mean, I, I certainly want to support the homie. Yeah, for sure. Um, other than that, man, I've been trying to stay low. So, how your kids been adjusting, man? Uh, that's the thing, man. I haven't really seen my kids. Oh, they in quarantine somewhere else? Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I've reached out and talked to their mothers, so I know they'll be with me this week, which is you know cool. I'm looking forward to seeing my babies, but they've been, you know, kind of keeping mom company. So, you know, uh, I look forward to having them back home, giving her a little break uh for these next few few weeks or whatever and uh I was going No, ask. but they just been they just been enjoying not going to school. Yeah, I was going to ask like how is co-parenting during like quarantine because you do kind of like want to stay in the house is they like just stuck with whoever had them when the quarantine pop off or like No, I mean I don't I'm not scared to get my children. So I mean, you know, I but you they also just happen don't know to be. They at, have it though. <laughs> you're you're right. You're right. But they just happen to be at home uh, when those things happen. So we just kind of kept it in place. Yeah. But you know, I know it's a lot. Mm-hmm. I know it's a lot, and I don't. You know, they regardless of how old or how young they are, they they can be a handful. And I don't. You know, I don't want to use the quarantine as an excuse to be 
absent in parental duties and right. be completely unfair with things. You know, now if they get sick or I get sick, you know, I'm a I'm a step up and do my part. But you know, just uh, in the interim, they just been at home. But right. I look forward to seeing them and spending some time with them. And you know, they just they just enjoying what it is and. You know, I'm a little disappointed because my oldest daughter uh, was playing volleyball again this season. They were only three games into the season. Uh, she was looking forward to going on her eighth grade trip. She had eighth grade graduation. And- Uh-oh, we didn't lost Dane. Let me uh, call him back. Yo. Yo, what happened? I don't know, man. We lost you, but we back now. Okay. Yeah, so my daughter had uh, her eighth grade trip and her eighth grade graduation coming up, and I'm a little disappointed that, you know, we may miss out. There's a there's a strong possibility that we may miss out on those things, and I know those are milestones that she was looking forward to. Uh, I am fortunate that my oldest son is in 11th grade, so, you know, hopefully this thing will blow over by time his graduation and prom come about so that we can still enjoy that next year but i'm feeling for a lot of these uh high school seniors um i got a good friend of mine who is a principal in new mexico and they basically told the kids that there will be no prom and how they're dealing with it is like prom is a school activity like a volleyball game or a football game it's just canceled uh, he said, you know, it didn't make any sense to try and reschedule it because it's going to create a conflict for everybody. There's no way to make everyone happy with the decision. So the school and the district itself just decided to cancel that. And, you know, now graduation is even up in the air. Well, Governor Whitmore said it's highly unlikely that school will resume this year at all. So I mean, that's that seems that seems fair, though. So my I mean, question we already, is, what happens to 11th graders? Do you just go to the 12th grade or do you repeat? If you were senior, do you automatically pass? Like, how does that work? Like, if I'm supposed to go to college now, did I even fill out all my my applications? Like, how does my, my, my GPA stand? Like, we've never had anything like this happen before. Like, I don't know. How are you going to handle this stuff? So I, I had heard that here in Michigan, they would pass the children on. Like if you're in 12th grade, you would, excuse me, graduate based upon the amount of credits that you currently have in your current GPA. Like it would just be amended in this case, mm. which it still seems a little unfair. But, you know, I look at it like my my middle son is in seventh grade and be going into eighth grade. You know, I really felt like he needed the rest of the school year to be ready for the next year. And I know that when school starts next next fall, you know, they're going to try and, and speed the kids up. But, you know, like my daughter that's in eighth grade and going into ninth grade, you know, there are still essential things that she needs this semester to be ready for, for ninth grade. You know, would it cut, if it came down to a thing like I had, if I had a choice to hold her back, you know, that's a a difficult decision I would have to make. You know, I would want her to move along and, and do what she needs to, but I could, you know, see the value in her doing eighth grade again. Like, why do you, like, this is this the thing that angers me about following rules and traditions 
for the sake of rules and traditions. Like there's no reason why August, September, quote unquote, school has to start back. How about whenever this shit is over, school picks up where the fuck it picked up at and y'all finish it out. And then the next season starts whenever the next season, like just if we going to be in, maybe there's no summer break. Maybe you just go, but like, we don't, we shouldn't forego it when college usually starts in August or September or wherever it starts. It just don't, we got to push that shit back and act like the whole fucking country didn't go through something at the exact same time. Like why are we just going to keep on this weird ass schedule just for the sake of keeping on a weird schedule. And like people going to be missing out on education and, and stuff like that. Like, nah, let's just, let's be real. Something happened and we should address it finish out what we did before and then everybody collectively move on to the next uh grade or transition period at the same time instead of just it don't make sense to do it any other way other than eh, this is school time this is time we normally go back so that's what we got to do really exposed antiquated um the school system is you know how we've been just because you've been doing something one way for so long doesn't mean it's the right way right or the best way and i'm not a fan of that line of thinking well like you say this is over let's say best case scenario this is over first week in may yeah the kids have essentially already been out of school for two months that has been your summer vacation facts that's it you need to go back to school and make up what has been missed and we'll just push this right on into the next school year. We'll give you a weekend. Yes. We'll we give you a week off, then go back to school. Yes, it's inconvenient. It may not be the most traditional idea, but we're not dealing with a traditional circumstance right now. I'd be perfectly honest with you, dog. I don't even know why there's a summer break. I mean, man, it's, 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 it's difficult for what, teachers are paid to ask them to go to school and teach year round. Like that I just feel like they do deserve a break there. Nigga, you do you get a summer break from your job? No. No, no. Like kids get a summer break? No, nigga. This nowhere in life does that happen. I'm not saying there shouldn't be a break in between semester 1 and semester 2. Maybe you get like why ain't school year round? Other or maybe, co- or other, maybe uh, in take, other countries it is and they a lot further than us you know what I'm saying yeah maybe the kids get like three weeks off and go back to like just in general like period like forever like nigga there's no reason maybe you extend sixth grade maybe sixth grade is uh, one full calendar year and you learn everything that you can possibly learn in that one calendar year and every January 1st is every the year that like I don't understand the the system that we have here and why it's that way. Like why school still has to start at seven o'clock when all parents typically work eight to five or nine to six or some shit like that. Like why is school getting out at three o'clock when no one's home to pick up? Like it's just weird shit that I don't get why we still doing just for the sake of doing it. I agree with you there. And now this is really, this is really exposing those discrepancies and i think this is something that you know realistically we have to revisit now i think this has exposed a lot of things man i'm pretty sure a lot of companies are going to be going virtual now 
when you notice that you sent a lot of your employees home and, and they were still able to do their job without coming into the office. But do you think that virtual world is going to be long term? Because I think that it's just going to be a temporary fix. Uh, companies, you know, they want you there. They want to be able to micromanage you, keep an eye out on you. Well, shit, all Apple employees is damn near virtual. If you're not inside a store, them niggas doing great. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's about to be the wave. And it's cheaper for a company. Like, instead of me spending, I don't know, $15,000, $25,000 a month to rent this space, insert downtown city here, like, just go home. I'll give you a computer, yeah. your laptop. Like, why am I paying all this extra money? And you can do the same job there. We cl- everyone's it's, been video conferencing. I've used the fu- I, I already I use FaceTime every day already, but now we in group FaceTimes and and Zooms and stuff like that. It's just I'm cool. Yeah, that's how that's how I communicate with my team at work. Every day is uh we have a, a FaceTime meeting at one thirty, two o'clock most days. You know we we do a little check in, make sure everybody's good. Do you need something? If I need something throughout the day from my leadership team, I can IM them or call them directly. And for the most part, you know, it's business as usual. Now, I guess the only disadvantage is that I'm really kind of new at my job. Yeah. So I don't know all the ins and outs and intricacies of the role yet. And being in the office probably a little bit longer would have helped. But shit, sometimes you just got to learn on the fly. Yeah, so what we've been doing at, um, at my place of employment because uh, because they still have to come inside of their office, my employees and stuff do. So uh, we've changed. We've got them out their regular seats, and I've we I've everyone is distanced correctly now throughout the entire okay. building. Um, they're not in their number of locations, and everybody's spread out. But we want to make sure that they have some semblance of of safety. You know what I'm saying while they're there. But because everybody is spaced out and now I don't like leave my desk and go directly to your desk and assist you, we've been making use of IM and email and phone calls. But um, via Skype, there's a screen share. Right. So now Mm -hmm. I don't need to come to your desk. You just share your screen with me and I can walk you through whatever you need me to walk you through. Or you can I'll show you my screen and how you supposed to do this particular task. And it's just it's kind of boosted productivity a little bit so now instead of like no one's at another person's desk bullshitting lollygagging because everybody's trying to stay away from each other so now you actually at your right. desk working and you use you, you utilizing resources and shit you're not walking on this side of the building to ask me a question when you clearly could have picked up the phone or we could have shared a, a im or something like that now, I do appreciate that aspect of, like, not having to share space with somebody. And I just wonder how that's going to translate when, you know, eventually this is all said and done. Yeah. You know, I was, talking to, I was talking to my leadership group today at work, and they were talking about anticipating, you know, when we come back into the office, you know, scheduling and things of that nature. And somebody bought up the seating because I'm, I'm maybe at arm's length and a half away from the next person from me. Yeah. So, I mean, at best, I'm two and a half, three feet from the next person, and that's how all the the desk and cubicles and, and seating is, is sort of set up. Even when I was talking to my barber, he was he was saying, like, for appointments, 
you know, he doesn't know right now if he's going to have people wait in the car. So he's done with the previous cut and it's time for you to come in for yours. Yeah, for sure. And I didn't even think of it like that, but I mean, he's coming in such close and constant contact with people. You know, he's got to do what's best for him to protect himself and his family. Right. Now, granted, he probably got on gloves and shit, but you still dealing with like when you cutting, you may sweat, you may you may bleed, you may do all type of shit. That's that's too much bodily fluids being exchanged, especially when you got a virus in it in the in the quote unquote air, not airborne, but you, you know, know what I'm saying? Coughing close to the barber, shit like that. Yeah, like things that you like, that you really wouldn't have thought twice about a month ago. You absolutely have to consider and be concerned with at this point because like i said that sense of normalcy whatever was normal to us will no longer be that way now or if you the barber and you got it and you don't know and you just gave it to all your clients and you ain't doing shit but talking like you normally talk right you you your barber yeah. cutting you he talking you and a little droplet come out of his mouth land on your forehead you don't even feel it you touch your forehead and then you touch your eye and now that shit in your mucus membrane from membrane from your eye. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you, you're taking it home to your wife, to your children, to your job. It just doesn't stop. So like and, one of the one of the things that uh one of the nurses uh, on my timeline was saying is like like y'all know even when like when people beat this thing, this is a respiratory infection. So when people yep. pass, like they suffocating, then they can't breathe. Like this is a painful way to go. And even when you beat it, so I put like this, nobody is necessarily recovering from COVID-19. What that fucking virus is doing is whatever the fuck it wants to with your body. And either your body gives up or your body finally fights back. Now you in a hospital and they trying to, they trying to keep you as comfortable as possible maybe try to lower your temperature or do something like that. But this virus doing whatever the fuck it want with you. And that's not a, you may not die from it, but that's not a painless experience. And it's not something that's so cavalier that people be like, well, you know, 90 some percent people make it through. Yeah. But that's not a, that's not a pleasurable experience. Yeah. To go from cold to flu to pneumonia to, I can't breathe to put them on a ventilator. Yeah, my my friend that works in the ER was saying a lot of people, by the time they have made it to the hospital, are already under full blown pneumonia. Yeah, because y'all because y'all keep telling people don't come up here until you fucked up. Basically, like maybe if I would have got here earlier, y'all could have did something. Yeah, I had a friend of mine that just had a baby this week, and you know her her mother couldn't come see the baby. You know it could only be her and her husband there in the hospital. Yeah, and that's that's rough. I got a friend of mine. Her mother is going through something completely unrelated to COVID nineteen, health related. She's having some, you know, some heart issues, and she had to be rushed to the hospital in the ambulance. And all they can do is wait for this woman to call them. They call up to the hospital. They can't speak to her because the hospitals are so overcrowded. The nurses are so busy. They can't get a phone to her. They have to wait literally for this woman to call them. The only thing that they know is that she's still alive. And what's so wild is that, um, 
the issue has always been it's not enough beds for as many people as we have here. Like it's just not. So everybody can't catch something at the same time. And because there's so many people here for this COVID-19 thing, you can't go for your regular checkup. Your regular dialysis appointment is getting canceled because it's so many patients in here with this. You come here, you may be at, you may be at risk. I got a regular gunshot to the leg and I'm, I may not be, I may get turned away. Like, nah, patch this nigga up outside. <laughs> Take care of me in the ambulance. Like, it's a lot going on, man. It's exposing how antiquated our healthcare systems are as well. Um, nurses, doctors being overworked, the lack of equipment, the lack of just basic necessities that are needed right now are being severely exposed but how like who who would think like on a given day who would i think that oh shit we gonna have we gonna need extra twenty thousand of these masks because this coming in like the the numbers that they're ordering these stuff it's unfathomable like it's literally never happened before like there's nobody who could have possibly been ready for this shit because the sheer number of people who got it at the exact same time is just too much it's like they said it's like 6,500 hospitals in the country. Like it's a finite number. If everybody gets sick at the same time, I don't know what kind of planning you could possibly do for that shit. I don't, you know, it's, I don't want to be one of those people to saying like, you know, well, you could have, could have, should have, would have, you know, I, all I know is that the president definitely like, let go of his pandemic team months ago. Uh, the first time I heard about COVID-19 was unfortunately the same weekend that we lost Kobe. I remember seeing an article about it in the newspaper and I never knew it would turn to this. Yeah. Never knew it would turn to this. Uh, oh, and while we're bringing up y'all's president, uh, I hope you're ready to get disappointed with them with them stimulus checks let's get to that let's have that discussion okay because there's a lot of myths out there in terms of what people think are going to happen and what's really going to happen uh yeah i'll let you start i'll let you start it off man because you're the conspiracy realist well i'll say this the twelve hundred dollars is not even cash necessarily it's a tax write-off and they're letting you borrow against your tax write-off. So you just made up. You're borrowing against your tax return for the next year. Yeah. So like, are you giving me money then? So the, the $2.2 billion that you, that y'all set aside of the three, the 2 trillion, you put 2.2 billion aside to give direct payments. What are you really doing with that money? Because you're actually using money that you just give me an extra write-off what if i was going to end up owing you're still going to end up owing you know if you did not file previous year's taxes you will not get a check uh they just confirmed today uh if you owe back child support you will not get a check man it's so fucking wild dog first and foremost <laughs> fuck is this 1200 dollars gonna do uh for anybody who lives in the north northeast uh, I, I don't know. And if you tax the check, you're probably going to tax it three times. 
you're probably going to tax it before I get it. And then you're going to income tax it. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the year, it's going to go on for income. So you're going to get taxed there. You're going to get it taxed twice. But after you give me a, a, a check for, well, if you get a whole 1200 because if you make over 75000 then that shit getting uh, prorated, which right. is which is wild to me, as if your life isn't impacted if you stop working for a month or two. Give a fuck what you make. If you don't got no income coming in for a month or two with all your bills, like... And then like who who makes up seventy five thousand? Why is that an arbitrary number? So seventy five thousand in the city of Detroit is not the same as seventy five thousand in New York City, or seventy five thousand in Los Angeles. So you no. mean to tell me if I am I am if I'm in L A. and I make seventy five thousand a year, I can't get no I can't get my twelve hundred dollars. No, that's wild. No. That's absolutely wild because seventy five thousand ain't getting you shit in that's minimum wage fifteen dollars an hour or some shit <laughs> like it's really not getting you anything when you're rent i have a friend of mine that just moved here from california her and her husband she was paying twenty five hundred dollars a month rent for a two-bedroom apartment <laughs> try that shit in new york city for grant for, for a, a, a 800 square foot apartment oh <laughs> like come on man yeah this is it's a drop in the bucket for people. And, and I know there's not a figure that's going to make everyone happy. But like you say, after after you get it and it's already been taxed, you know, again, this is not just free money. This is a, a literally a cash advance against 2021's taxes. So don't look for a huge tax return next year. Um, it's, it's not what they're making it out to be. This ain't like the Obama stimulus check where everybody just got three hundred dollars in the mail. Yeah, I never got that good. shit either, by the way. Well, I did. I did. You gotta have some kids. Uh but I got it. But this is uh in the grand scheme of things, like I get I get the gesture. But what it is really gonna do is is not gonna not gonna help out much. You hear what Canada doing? Yeah, Canada giving them two grand for fifteen weeks. Yeah, they give him two thousand dollars a month for four months. So yeah. it's like, uh, that's more like it. I can do that now. Now, one thing is that uh, one thing with the stimulus package that you get more money if you're on unemployment. Uh, the feds, the feds will gap between your state payment and up to a thousand dollars per week. So those that do have to collect unemployment may end up a little bit better well shit that's about to be 30 45 percent of the of the population because yeah. everybody got laid off and they bought it it's about to be worse because once you f- realize that this corona shit gonna be in this state for another i don't know 30 to 60 days a lot of companies gonna be like oh well shit we about to lay off some more people then yeah and that's the reason yeah. why 45 uh, wants to quote unquote boost the economy and get back in on April 12th is because he's worried about what those unemployment numbers are going to look like. And then the, when the quote unquote economy crashes, then his approval rating, all other shit is on. Yeah. Um, he's been on television every single day for the, over the last week. I'll give him he's being consistent, but he ain't saying shit when he get up there. Definitely not practicing social distance up at that podium with all these cronies 
Did you, behind his back. Did you see that uh, little video of him when old girl said she had a sore throat and that nigga scooted yeah, back? And he, yeah, and he moved back. I yeah, mean, he's a comedian. It, it makes it makes a cute television, but it exposes how much of a joke our political system and our current president is. Uh, he's he's he doesn't. He's been going at um, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, our governor of Michigan, all week because she criticized him, and now he won't let it go. He's been going at GM all day today. Every time he makes he makes it a point to say something bad about GM all day today. Um, yeah, like he is a joke in real life. Like it's a it's a complete joke, man. He he's not only a a punch a walking punchline. But this bullying that he tries to uh, tries to throw his weight around truly exposes so much more about his character. This is not the type of leadership that we're going to need in the next four, eight, twenty fucking years. Like this is we're we're literally behind the eight ball, and we look like a laughing stock to the rest of the world. Oh, I think this is a you know another maybe my conspiracy uh, my tinfoil hat on and shit. You know another reason I think you want to get shit cracking for April. Uh, What's that? Because round two is gonna be worse than round one of this coronavirus shit, right? In my belief. Okay. And he wants that shit to do that so he can literally. And he ain't called. He hasn't called for a, a a whole entire country shutdown yet. He wants it, in my opinion, to get a lot worse, and then he can call for a shutdown, and he's gonna suspend the election. Because it's, it's going to be a national like. First off, who's going to get out there and go vote and be next to people when there's a global plan- pandemic? Nobody. I don't even know if the yeah. primaries are going to happen because, I mean, you vote in November for the actual presidency. The primaries haven't happened yet. They may not happen, especially if the country is in turmoil. He gonna fuck. Yeah. Remember, I said he gonna fuck around and be the last president we have. <laughs> In America 1.0. Man, on some purge shit for real. Police keep like going I'm down. Wait. Like police this was gonna happen in my but I hope I hope doesn't happen, but in my bizarro world, police chief Craig just went down with coronavirus and like another hundred of, of, of police officers. There's gonna be so many police officers who go down because of this virus, they're gonna be like, you know what? We're gonna call in the National Guard so we don't have the city without protection we'll just bring in the national guard and then that's how it starts and that's that's how martial is that how you feel martial law is going to start listen if police go down if the whole country goes down because round two of coronavirus and he put in an order yeah it's going to be a national shutdown 100 percent That's a tough reality. I hope it's not part. I 100% hope I'm I'm wrong. I hope you're wrong too, but I mean, I'll be honest that that type of reality is not far-fetched at this point. At all. I hope I can put that in a shit I was wrong about book. Me too. Because that's going to be a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. So I would say, listen, wow, man, Jay, way to way to bring down the mood, my nigga. I would say this though, like I know we was gearing up for this whole quarantine. Everybody went and got your food and everything like that, and 
we ain't like relaxed because of the corona shit is popping but i think our focus is on our health but our focus should be on our survival because if some shit really does hit the fan like we we nigga this has only been two weeks in and we're trying to figure out what we're gonna do about lights and gas and rent and stuff when i've been out of work what if some shit hit the fan and you ain't worked in weeks or months what if the lights go out that's what i said last week with with all you know with so many people being at home are are the grids really prepared for the amount of electricity that they're running don't have a a summer hit and 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 if the summer hit and y'all still stuck at home and and turn that ac on shit yeah it could be it could literally be lights out and then we will be in a situation where you can't even open up your windows (laughs) You can't open up your windows and let that breeze come in because you are susceptible to to catching the coronavirus. I really hope that, you know, we're able to get a handle on this thing. I hope that somewhere there's a team of scientists, you know, with a cure. Uh, I'm sure there's probably already a cure somewhere. Unfortunately, there's no there's no financial gain in cures. Well, I. What we do, so the the bright hope, the zip, the, the 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 slither of light in the cloud is testing kits, because as more testing kits become available and people can get tested, then you know who has it, and you know who has who doesn't have it, and then you can quarantine effectively. Then maybe you can start back into society. So where okay, since you tested uh, clean on Monday, you can go back to work. And then on Wednesday, you'll test again to make sure everyone's clean. So now we can society can start back, but we have to know who is impacted and who is not. And once you've had it and beat it, are you immune to it now? Because if that's the case and you back in society, you can or you can move people back in society that way. Um, there's no cure for the there's no cure for the flu. The flu never left right influenza that shit come around every season or whatever whatever so the coronavirus well COVID-19 is a new version of the coronavirus but the coronavirus ain't never left nowhere like it's it's been SARS is a coronavirus or whatever so like I don't think it's ever going away completely but as we are able to test for it and we are able to know what to do do with it we can help like battle it and with all these damn patients that we've had um Maybe that's it. One other conspiracy theory. You know, people have been talking about this 5G shit, right? 5G, I'm not hip. Well, 5G towers because. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So while everybody been in the house, they've been quietly putting up the 5G towers. And you know, the one city that had almost a whole entire place surrounded in 5G? Just take a guess what city that was. Please don't say Detroit. Wuhan, China. Really? 100%. I've been watching them put up the 5G tower on 8 Mile and Southfield Freeway in that Guardian, where that Guardian um, alarm security place at. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. They've been putting up a 5G tower there for like the last two days. Um, i seen some videos on Facebook, allegedly from Southfield. There's just a, a, a car on a, a, a white truck on a random street and it's this smoke coming out this truck from like the, it's just smoke shooting from the top of the truck. And they're like, no, what the fuck is this truck doing here? Just blowing this white smoke 
into the sky. Like, what the fuck is y'all doing? What the fuck is this about? I'm not gonna hit. I'm not gonna drop you with all the conspiracies on that 5G shit. But just go into your little Google search and type in the effects of 5G. Because if a nigga trying to tell you you trying to get faster internet, don't believe that shit. Because the internet is fast as fuck right now. <laughs> like, yeah, it is. I, I can't go no faster. When I hit the button, it it appears. Like you're talking to me on the internet right now. Like, <laughs> like the internet don't don't need to be no faster. Uh, but that shit is dangerous to your body, man. That shit makes birds die where they put towers at. That shit causes cancer in years ago when the Verizon technicians were installing that shit. People were getting cancer because of these 5G towers and it does something to your body. And it's just, it's just interesting that it's happening at the same time that the Corona, I'm not saying that it caused Corona, no shit like that. I don't, I don't got that planned out. I just think it's very interesting that it's happening and nothing can stop this 5G shit. I, I never heard of that, man. Yeah, man. Do a little quick Google. It's a tons of, 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 of websites and researchers said there's nothing good about five. There, there is nothing that you can, that is positive. That is good about 5G. There's no way that it can be good for the human body. Like we already got through so many radio waves and shit that go through us. This 5G shit is bad, dog. And I don't want it. I don't need my phone to have 5G on it. I my internet works fine, nigga. Damn, YouTube is crisp as fuck. Yeah, man. Man, he done brought down my fucking mood. So listen, man. Uh, quick. Uh, so look, we in quarantine for another week. Well, shit, to 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 April thirteenth at least, right? Right. Uh, my birthday is on April the sixteenth. Uh, right. I'm probably gonna have a virtual birthday party and shit. What should I do for my birthday party if we can't go outside? What should I do? Uh, FaceTime I mean, pajama party. Hmm. I could dig it. I could dig FaceTime it. FaceTime pajama party. We got to get the right people on that on that on that FaceTime. Absolutely. No, we gotta do a Zoom because that's a, a that that that's like a whole bunch of people get on there and you can get the full screens. Yeah, but we got to, uh, I think, a FaceTime uh, or Zoom pajama party or maybe even go go live with it. Oh, yeah. we Man, we were supposed to go live earlier this week, but everybody was on live this week. It kind of killed my vibe to go live. Yeah, because everybody a lot, of y- a lot of y'all boring as fuck. Like, man, let the content kings handle that. You know what I'm saying? This is definitely exposed. Some of y'all got a lot more personality than I thought, and then some of y'all are are, are more born than I ever could have imagined. Uh, I watch. Shout out to call you back. Uh, they did their podcast live uh, via Instagram last week, and I thought that was real dope. I really enjoy those ladies, and I reached out to Robin before, like trying to get them on. Uh, we had some other guests lined up that we wanted to try and get on. And, they you know, were. once this is behind us, we're definitely going to make good on those appointments. But, like, I really enjoyed watching Call You Back. Uh, I kind of heard word that hashtag Eastside may do one. You know, we big fans of Mel and Neek. Uh, and you I, know I just like that idea. I think we should, uh, I think we should do, Maybe we should do a call-in podcast. You know what? We're going to do a podcast appreciation, and we're just going to have a bu- – since we are quarantined, you know what I'm saying, 
maybe we can call have some of the podcast call in and just fuck with fuck with them and shit. Yeah, get some, or maybe we could maybe for next week's episode we get we get all the homies on live with us. You know, we can interact with people that way because I think me and you could uh, do the live experience and make it make it something worthwhile. Facts. Um, man, I'm mad that you know call you back. They was gonna do a live show on April 12th, I believe Sunday, April 12th. They wanted me and Trinidad okay. and to come out. Um, but I'm I'm fairly sure that shit is over with right now because of the coronas. Uh, but that's fucked up. They was gonna have, have their own. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They they only invited you and Aunt. Well, this was a conversation that we had back in when we did that one podcast joint. When we did the okay, um, when we did the other live event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was there and I had a conversation with Robin that evening myself. Oh. So, so now I feel away. <laughs> now I feel away. Uh, well, you know, sometimes you know. It's it's not a book unless the boss is in the book. Oh man. Uh, what's some things that you probably want to see? What's some things you can't wait to do once this Corona shit is over? Look, man, I want a pizza so bad that I'm willing to kill a whole African village. You can get a pizza uh, now. I'm I'm just I'm I'm a little gun shy. Ah. I'm a little gun shy. I really want some pizza and I'll be honest, I am a single man with no live in. I want some pussy. Man, I wanna have it's, it's difficult, man. It's difficult. <laughs> One of the first things that I want to do is have sex. Like, hey, which man, FaceTime has been cool, but you know, I need I need a I need a woman here. <laughs> okay. Like <laughs> I, I want to I want to spend the evening with a pair of soft legs attached to beautiful boobs. Uh I already listen, I'm just gonna put it out there. You know who you are. You know who you are. And once this is over, uh you definitely got a one way ticket to Space Mountain. <laughs> Oldest ride, <laughs> longest line. <laughs> yeah man so uh if this quarantine is over on april 13th maybe on my birthday you know we'll be out and about i'll be out and about and you know have a really nice birthday you know the the things that i really took for granted i like going to the bar a lot and just eating by myself there's nothing for me there's nothing for me on a thursday night when the nba is playing to find a bar give me an entree and a good drink sit at the bar by myself and watch the game and eat dinner and you know not to meet nobody not to pick nobody up like that's just what I enjoy to do for myself and I miss that I miss going to the barbershop and just kicking it and getting my beard lined up you know catching on catching up on what's going on in the hood what's up with the fellas and uh just shooting the shit you know being able to do things just as simple as running the target and picking up a few things and walking around you know those things that we really took for granted that we we can't do right now facts um and to an extent uh i like like the personal contact with people and shit you know what i'm saying when you see your, your, your folks or your friends you give her a hug give him a hug give him a dap or some shit now i just be like yo what's up yeah, all right. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit, I went to my pop's crib to pick up some packages. I didn't even, I couldn't even hug my dad. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm just going to yeah. pick up this stuff, man. I'll see you later. You know what I'm saying? We talk from a distance. I'm like, all right, got to go. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't want to get him sick. I don't want him to get me sick if he, you know what I'm saying? Like he's 62. So. Yeah. Or 61, rather. Yeah, but that's a real concern. So. That's a real concern. You know, one thing I would like to see stop happening What's that? while while we're out, all these dumbass challenge videos. Y'all can't dance. Look, it's real simple. Elbow, elbow, shimmy, move the fuck out the way. I hate that shit. Elbow, elbow, shimmy, move the fuck out the way. A lot of y'all really don't have no rhythm. Uh, it's the same song. I don't want to see this Meg the Stallion challenge no more. Now, what I have been enjoying and I couldn't indulge in, I definitely got tagged in the shot challenge, but I have no liquor in my house. I got that bottle of rosé from the uh, from my 200th celebration, and I'm not popping that just to take a shot. Well, the liquor store is uh, still open, my friend. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have nothing in the house, and I wasn't going out just to participate. Uh, shout out to our Royal Rumble crew. Yeah, and some of the the challenges that we've had going with the old school now, music. I can do music all day. You know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying. I'm, I, I see that's some shit I can get with. I'm, I, I did one shot because 47 people tagged me telling me to take a shot, and 92 people tagged me telling me to do push-ups. Listen, man. I do push-ups, but guess what? I just feel like I don't feel like performing for everybody. If okay. that make any sense. Like it seemed like that whole couple days it was like, yo, I'm tagging you, do what I t-. like I just didn't feel like performing for people. Uh, but I, I had one day when I felt I had one day when I felt like participating. But shout out to my homeboy Mo Dirty who made a, a great point. He said, "I've been in jail. I can do push-ups all day." <laughs> Shit, my brother was doing like five, six hundred a set. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. So, so he was like a punk ass ten, and y'all not even extending your arms. I've seen some of y'all start looking a little weak about seven, yo, eight. Yo, you know, listen, you may want to turn the camera off. Listen to uh, some of my listeners and followers. I seen some of your boyfriends post some po- push up pictures Ooh. and videos, and you single in my <laughs> eyes. You're so, looking hella single out in these streets, ladies. And I don't think you, my man can't do ten push-ups. I don't think so your I man can do anything about me thinking that you're single. <laughs> nah, he can't do nothing yeah. with me. <laughs> yeah, I know he can't take these piss off his head. Oh, Jay, man. Jay, yo, Jay, hit the timeout real quick. I got to take this real quick. All right, all right, yo. My bad, bro. I thought it was gonna be an emergency. Oh, all right, that's cool. We back. We back live. Okay, cool, cool. So, yeah, just just to put that out there, ladies, if your man can't do ten push-ups, especially on camera for the world watching, because he's been tagged by all his homeboys, y'all here single this fall. I mean, the spring and summer. <laughs> Wear your sundresses with no panties because you're out. <laughs> you're trying to get chose now. Yeah, man. Oh man, that, that that has to be that has to be like a little disheartening. You know what I'm saying? That the man that you love and you lay next to when he put his arm around you, you know, it's a noodle. <laughs> a noodle. <laughs> <laughs> you know he can't do if you if y'all get pressed down in Belle Isle, somebody bump you hard at the Risa or touch your booty, he can't do nothing. He can't do nothing. Hey man, there's certain places you shouldn't just go with your lady. <laughs> Only, only thing he can do is get loud with you. 
Boy, <laughs> but he, he won't get loud with a nigga in the street. Well, he may get the clapping. <laughs> right. <laughs> you gotta watch out for them niggas who get the boys up. They may get the clapping and shit. So what? So you 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 made a good point. Where are some places that you should not be out with your lady? Uh, the fireworks. Uh, oh man, it's a jungle. The fireworks is a jungle. The reason I say that is because, you know, me and my fellas, we used to be like, oh, 17, 18 deep. You know what I'm saying? And like when we was young men, uh, sometimes, you know, <laughs> niggas get What up, freak? <laughs> what up, freak? <laughs> like, you know, um, it's just be like certain situations that I don't want to go here with this crowd because if somebody say something to me or you, one or two things going to happen. I might have to walk away and then we look like a hole in your eyes and you never going to respect me again. Or two, we're going to have to get active and then somebody going to go to jail or somebody going to get hurt. So like, let's just not go here. Let's go somewhere else with a, a more adult crowd because this not okay. going to work for us. Uh, Don't take your girl to summer fire- jams. <laughs> like, oh man, nah. No, I'm too old for summer jam. Yeah, I'm yeah, because some young nigga gonna say something. It's gonna, it's gonna be a problem. Or they gonna touch her. Oh, don't do that, fam. Uh, <laughs> River da- River Days is another one I try and stay clear from on date night. I kind of like River Days though, because it'd be like you gotta go down there when like it's like some adult music and shit playing. Like you can't go down there when it's like the ratchet time. You're not going down Saturday afternoon. You got to go down Sunday. Yes, yes. See, see, <laughs> we on the same page here. We on the same page here. When Mix ninety two point three is playing that smooth jazz off the river. Yeah, if Maxwell, if, if Maxwell's that. down there, go down there, fam. You and your lady go down there with Maxwell singing or Duelle or fucking Kim yeah. or somebody like that. Yeah, that's when you down there. And uh, I would, I would advise that some of these parks. Rouge, Belle Isle, and nah, Chandler Park. Nah. Uh, you walk with a little bit of caution. I mean, there's some clubs you don't want to go. You don't, sometimes it's downtown, Greek yeah. Town on a Saturday night. Like, nah, this not this not this not the scene. Cause she, she no, get, it's not. She get active downtown. You know they try. You know they try and make downtown a little bit safer because of you know some of the businesses that have invested a lot of money into the city. It's a lot of cameras down there, but uh, Greek Town is still Greek Town. Yeah. And you come down there at the wrong time of night, and some of these clubs is letting out, and they not letting niggas into the casino after two o'clock. Where them niggas go to the streets? Um. So listen, man, this came across my timeline, and I, I participated. It actually, one of the somebody sent it to me, and I participated. Have you seen the Detroit quarantine bingo? I have. I'm gonna ask you a couple of these questions, man. I want to know which ones uh, that you've done. Let's go. All right. Have you rode the peeper mover? Absolutely. Seventy-five cents takes you a round trip, eight minutes, uh, twenty minutes on the peeper mover. You can do it on a round trip. Likewise, likewise. Um, have you been to the Murder Mac? Absolutely, I've been to the Murder Mac. You know, that was my neighborhood. Murder Mac is the the McDonald's on the corner of Drero and the Southfield Freeway. And it's called the Murder Mac because it's the Murder Mac. Because <laughs> <laughs> people be getting killed. Uh, but I've, defi- I've definitely gotten a, nug- a 20-piece nugget combo and a high C orange 
back when McDonald's used to be popping from the Murder Mac. And look, I, I saw Ply say this, and I agree. McDonald's can be back on top. They got the fry game on lock. All they got to do is throw the nuggets in the grease and stop baking them and bring back high C orange. You'll be the undisputed kings again, McDonald's. Bring back high C orange, fam. Y'all got to go. To, I got to go to rallies or, or, or White Castles to get high C orange. Every place got them, got these drink machines that's got like a thousand drinks in them. Just put one in McDonald's. Yeah. I know y'all can afford it. Um. Yeah. Uh. I know a young lady who actually was murdered at the murder bank. By the way, um, that's a terrible story. It is. It's a really terrible story, actually, because it was a shooting up there, and she got shot. But she was in a passenger seat with her mom. Her mom went this was getting some gas station gas or whatever, and she went to the pulled up to the crib, and I guess she thought she was sick. I mean, she was sleep. So when she got out the car and she didn't get out the car. She was like, "What's going on?" And then she she did, didn't know that she was shot. Wow! Thought she was asleep in the car, but unfortunately, she was not. Uh, and and the other unique and hold on, the other unique thing about the murder mac is that it is also attached to the gas station. Yes. Now, for my <laughs> real for my real joy my real joy road niggas, uh, they know that the original murder mac wasn't even on the corner of Southfield and. Uh, Jero, it was two streets over on War. I mean, on um, on Rosemont. Uh, but yeah, like, I remember you. It used to be a standalone McDonald's. Yep, yep. All right, boom. Next one. Have you married or dated someone from Detroit? Clearly, um, absolutely. My ex-wife uh, and pretty much ninety percent of the women <laughs> I've ever dated. Have you been to either American or Lafayette? Lafayette Coney. I don't fuck with American. American is for tourists. I fuck Lafayette with American. Lafayette Coney is the real experience. I fuck with I, I fuck with American. I don't like Lafayette. I love Lafayette. They don't they don't write nothing down. They just yell it back to the chef. Uh, the gag is all that shit tastes the same. <laughs> the same fucking the gag. Hey man, it 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 really does. I mean, it's two for those that don't know. It's two Coney Island restaurants directly next door to each other yeah they they next door to each other so like uh they've made uh the american versus lafayette kind of like the genos versus whatever the other state place is in, in philly like coney dogs is like a detroit thing right but if yeah. you really want to get a detroit coney you got to go to a hood coney island okay not american or lafayette that's just no. how it is uh, i'm going to l george's but if I go to Lafayette, give me two two Coney dogs, extra mustard and onions, and I want a burners out the can. Bet. Boom. All right, last one in this row. Have you been to the Eastern Market on a Saturday? My mother used to drag us down almost every Saturday religiously. I hated it as a kid. I love it now as an adult. That's where I go get my meats, my spices. I love Flower Day at Eastern Market. And, hey, man, it's a cheap date. It's a cheap date. You pick up a young lady. Y'all spend the day down the Eastern Market in the summertime, sampling the fruits, walking around, having a conversation, have lunch. It's music down there, live band. It's all type of shit down the Eastern Market. You know, eat. You you eat outside at Cutters or or go down to Burt's, and you may get some coachy once it's done with. All right, the second row. Do you have a pair of buffs? 
No, I don't, but I want a pair of buffs. I, when I get married, I will be married in all white sticks. Bet. Book it. Uh, walked on the river walk, of course. A- absolutely. Uh, Even though I, I, I make a, I have a truthful moment, I really don't fuck with water. So I don't enjoy the river walk. It's too close. And the water make me nervous. I understand. Uh, so. Went to Bill out after dark, of course. That's easy. Um, uh, I have had the police swoop up on me at Bell Isle after dark. Um, have you drove Woodward from eight mile to Jefferson? Yeah, I don't even know what I was doing, but like, I, I, I didn't roll my I didn't roll my bike uh from from thirteen mile to and Woodward. Me and Don, matter of fact, rode my bikes from thirteen mile and Woodward all the way down to Jefferson and I rolled back. Don got a ride back. <laughs> he calls me. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, man. So, so hold on. Hold on. Before we go on, since we're talking about Jefferson, we're about the same age. Jefferson in the late 90s, early 2000s, which parking lot was banging more? Speedway or Fuddruckers? Fuddruckers. Now, okay. now, Speedway wasn't necessarily a parking lot. It's just a gas station. That bitch was banging, but it was way more space in Fuddruckers. Yeah. Like, every, like it was way more shit over there. Shane Park was right down. Like, Fuddruckers parking lot was like, come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, man. It, it was like Belle 2.0. Yeah. Because, like, that was, no, that's like Belle 1.0 because, or Beta, because we would go there first before you got to the aisle. Yeah. Or if you could. Or if you couldn't get on the aisle, you could definitely go to Fur Rogers parking lot. Now the question should be what bang what bang bet what parking lot bang better? Um, the Fur Workers parking lot or the Wendy's parking lot across the street from uh, the aisle. Because when you couldn't get on the aisle, you went directly across the street to that parking lot, uh the Wendy's parking lot. Um so yeah. that shit used to bang. Yeah. Club Ruckers was my spot though, because you could you could like the parking lot is big enough where you could park your car and get out and talk to the lady. Well, like the Jefferson used to be so packed that like I used to hate to drive because I didn't want to be the one had to stay in the car. So yeah, <laughs> I had you would get out the car. The real, the real action the real action was getting out the car and walking up on other cars <laughs> full of girls. For sure, like that's what like that was the real action. That was like going on live. <laughs> let me go yeah. on live, aka let me get out the car so that everybody can see Look, me. And we, I can I can function. If if you know you know you would stop at the liquor store before you get on the aisle. Uh, you walk around with your cup and a bottle and introduce yourself. All right, let's next one. Uh, I mean, this is an easy yes. Have you been inside of Greenfield Plaza? Next. Um, Absolutely. I hate Greenfield Plaza. Do you know someone that works for the big three? Of course. All right. Uh, Absolutely. Have you ate wings? That's, that's, that's like the Detroit That's the Detroit life plan. You graduate from a DPS school, you get hired into the big three, you work there for 30 years. Boom. Eight wings from they say. Yes, nigga, we did a couple months ago. We was both down there. Yeah, the wings up. and they say wings are better than Sweetwater wings. Fuck out of here. No, they're not. They're, yes, they are. No, they are fucking not. They, as a matter of okay. fact, they say they say wings don't taste how they used to taste. I think they must have changed their barbecue sauce or some shit because they used to be better than what they are now. But Sweetwater wings is I, something totally different now, dog. Come on, man. 
It's it's because of that dry rub on it, man. But I like I I enjoy they say wings. They're always they good as fuck. But Sweetwater wings is something different. Like it's its own thing. Like I I have a love hate relationship with Sweetwater because back in the day when the auto show used to be the week of Martin Luther King's uh, birthday, I definitely got kicked out of they, I definitely got kicked out of Sweetwater, and I couldn't go back for years. Now you be having some, oh, you be having these emotional ass reasons why you don't like shit. You're like, I don't like boys yeah. to men because uh, my friend, like nigga, that don't be having nothing to do with the actual thing. It they always treated got- me bad. They treated me bad. <laughs> Because we was up in there fighting. I couldn't go back to Sweetwater for about three years. Well, listen, folks. If you're from out of town and you come in town, you got to go get some Sweetwater rings. Go to the Sweetwater downtown. Okay, the original joint. If you go to one of these um, uh, satellite spots, they're going to taste the same. But I want you to have the real experience. So go downtown yeah. and get some Sweetwater wings. All Look, right. Some Sweetwater wings and some seasoned fries. When I went to see the Griselda concert, West Side Gun and Conway was talking about how they went to Sweetwater earlier that day. Is the food's great? Uh, I, I'm not gonna hate on their wings, yeah, but I do prefer they say. Uh, drink Verner's to feel better, of course. This is Detroit. Yeah, I feel better every time I drink. Verner's. Can you name at least six Detroit neighborhoods? Do I need to do it right now? Yes. Six miles, seven miles. Joy no, Road, that's not PA. a neighborhood. No, no, no. That's not what he's. That's not what you're saying. Like. Neighborhoods would be Indian Village. Um, uh, okay, Indian Village, Rosedale Park. Yeah, fuck it, fucking uh, Palmer Park. Fuck no. it, pa- yeah, Palmer Park. Like I, I, I don't need to validate it. I can do it. Yes. All right. I don't know if you can, but uh, lived in Detroit, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Have you rode the Q line? North the North End. Fucking, we know you live in Detroit. Uh, nigga. Have you rode the Q line? What'd you say? I said we know you lived in Detroit. You live in. We both live in Detroit right now. I'm. I'm literally talking yeah. from my Detroit residence <laughs> right now. <laughs> I am. I am live off of Puritan Ave as we speak. I'm on Six Mile right now. Uh, you rode the Q line. I have rode the Q line. It is the gentrification jitney. I hate it. It's one of the worst things to happen to my city. Why doesn't the Q line go at least all the way down Wilbur? Why? It's a bus at that goes go all the way down. It's a bus at least that go to Royal Oak. I mean, it's buses that do that. I just think the Q line is just stupid, and people hit. I've watched people run into the Q line at least three or four times since working downtown. Um, have you been to the Motown Museum? Yes, I have. I've never been to the Motown Museum. I'm ashamed. Wow, man. Take a trip down there. It's really nice. The one time I did, I was like, "Oh shit, you can't just walk in here. You got to have like an appointment and shit." And like, <laughs> uh, yeah, or you got to come with a group. Yeah. Like they're not they're not running tours all day. Yeah, I'm like, I thought I could just walk in. Like, I'll figure this shit out. Uh, have you? Nah. This next one is easy. Have you ate wings from Sweetwater? Clearly. Um, yes, absolutely. Have you lived in Michigan but never Detroit? No, that's not us. Nah, that doesn't apply. Can you pronounce <laughs> Grashit and Livernois? Livernois, Grashit and Charlevoix and Cadu. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, y'all don't get this because Detroit is uh, has a lot of French name streets. Uh, so you'll look at the street name and you will not pronounce that shit correctly if you're not from here. Yeah. 
it it it'll stump, it it will expose where you're from. All right, boom. I know this one's gonna be difficult for you. I don't know. It could be. It could not. Can you name all the mile roads from eight to one? No, man, I can't. I know <laughs> Finkel, McNichol, seven mile, eight mile, but when it comes to them one, nah, I can't do it. So listen, so eight mile, of course, seven mile, right. six mile being McNichols, five mile right. being Finkel. It's Finkel. But guess this where everybody fuck up. You know what technically what four mile is? It would be Grand River. No. It's like what would it be then? It's like schoolcraft. And then three mile would be Plymouth. And then two would be West Chicago and Joe Road be one mile. That's how always wow. that's how we always did it. And literally those are all one mile apart, by the way. It goes Juro. Uh, then West I Chicago. Mean, that, make, that makes sense. Plymouth, Schoolcraft, um, then Finkel, six mile, seven mile, eight mile. But that we used sense. to re- we used to refer to Jero back in the day as one mile, and like that's what we just did. I've never heard anybody refer to Jero as one mile. Yeah, because you're not from there, fam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm I'm from PA, the home of the brave. Okay. Uh, know someone who has never left Metro Detroit? I do, unfortunately. Is that an unfortunately? Uh, I think once you get, I, I can understand maybe as a kid you may not have the means to, but as an adult, you know you should you should explore and travel a little bit outside of your city and learn and see something else just for your own personal experience. Uh, you know I don't understand why people like. This for me, this Detroit will always be home. This is where I want to live. This is where I want to raise my family, and this is where they're gonna bury me. But I definitely want to see other pieces of the world. There, there are places that are gorgeous. It's beautiful, beautiful scenery, beautiful women, good food, uh, great shopping. But Detroit will always be home. I'll always come back here, but I need to see something else every now and again. Have you gotten an argument defending the city? Absolutely. If you're not from Detroit, I'm talking Metro Detroit, not fucking Birmingham, not Detroit Heights and Southfield, Dearborn. If you're not from the fucking 313, don't claim my city. Claim where the fuck you from and be proud of that shit. But you're not from Detroit. Only you're niggas not from Detroit. Only niggas who can say they from Detroit and they never say they from Detroit. It's Highland. It's Highland Park because Highland Park. It's literally inside of the city and of Detroit. I give that a pass. But niggas but from, niggas from, niggas from niggas HP from niggas from HP are proud to say they from HP. It just so happens Absolutely. that the city of Highland Park is literally inside the city of Detroit. In the middle of Detroit. <laughs> so like, yeah, you you're not technically f- you like you you from here. You you little your city is inside the city. So, you're from Highland the- Park has their own cable. Highland Park got their own cable. They're a different breed of niggas. I found but out like, look, I found out how that actually happened. So initially, De- all this shit wasn't Detroit. Didn't used to be this big always, and uh, uh, essentially it kept buying different cities and townships, and it ended up buying everything around it in Highland Park. That's how Highland Park ended up getting surrounded by the city of Detroit, and that's why it's in the city of Detroit. But like years and years and years ago, um, Detroit just kept buying up the little small pl- places and shit. 
that's a very interesting fact. When I when I hear somebody say they from Detroit, what high what schools you go to? Facts. What schools you go to? Run them all. Just tell me what high school you <laughs> went to. That tell me damn near a lot that I need to know about you. Yeah. Now I can get it. Some niggas are from here and they've gone to you know country day and all of that. But like that. Oh, that you went really to country day. Me. What sport you play? Yeah. <laughs> that's bold. That's bold. But hey. <laughs> but but that's how you got to validate it. But so here's from, the if you from this mother, if you claim this bitch, you better be ready. You better be ready to answer. All right. Here's the last one on the list. This is what five, ten, fifteen. It's the last one on the list. Have you rolled in a slow roll before? Never rolled the slow roll. Come on, man. Never rolled the slow roll. Bro. I used to do the slow roll Detroit's all the time. So out of this whole even, list, only thing I have not done, I do not currently I do not own a pair of buffs. Um, currently. Well, I don't I've never had any buffs. Buffs is something different. I've I've never had any buffs. Um Okay. And I've clearly I've never lived in Michigan, but not ne- never in Detroit. That's not me. Um, right. Besides that, oh, and I know I'm, the only two things I, I haven't actually done on this list. I don't have a pair of buffs, and I've never been to the Motown Museum. Everything else, I'm so Detroit. Yeah, you got to go to the Motown Museum before the year is out. Can we though? You got to. Can we though? Because <laughs> I can't leave the house right now. <laughs> I can't even God, leave the house. <laughs> God willing, we'll be down to the Motown Museum before 2020 is out. Maybe I can get a group of uh, podcasters together. Well, no, fuck the po- not fuck the podcasters. But low key, all the people I was about to say that should come on is actually podcasters. So let's say like me, you, we need to take the Royal Rumble down to the uh, to the to the to the museum joint. Let's do it. I'm down. We take nice the, little field trip. The Royal Rumble you, plus AJ and SJ. You you missed the last field trip when we went to Bar Seven. Yeah, I'm like, where the fuck y'all go that? But I had I still had <laughs> sessions and shit. So yeah, we had a good time down at Bar Seven. Do you know what should be on this uh, quarantine bingo list? Uh, do okay. you call it Bar Seven or Seven Bar and Grill? Because <laughs> that's gonna tell you all I need to know about you. Because it's actually seven bar and grill, but nigga, that shit bar seven. And that when you say bar seven, people know where you're talking about. One hundred percent, like one hundred percent. All right, and man. Starters, that was, that starters, was, starters has better food than bar seven. I said it. Uh, yeah, starters are more of a, 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 a more of a restaurant than um than bar seven. I don't. If you ever. If you ever watch Martin, Nipsey's is essentially uh, starters. Yeah. I always want to open up a... Well, I'm going to open up a bar. Uh, but I always want to open up a bar. Uh, so listen, man. We did the... We are Detroit because we the liveest podcast in Detroit. Uh, the most consistent. You feel me? Consistency beats Absolutely. hotness every time. Um, But we had to lighten it up a little bit. Uh, to represent for some Detroit shit, you feel me? So there you yeah. go. Uh, man, you got a music pick this week? I haven't listened to any new music. Uh, I know Jeezy dropped a project. Haven't listened to it. I heard uh, I, Gambino dropped a project. Haven't listened to it. Um, and you know, I I downloaded Jeezy this morning. Usually, I'm riding and listening to it. I haven't given Jeezy a lot of a lot of my attention today. I got two songs that have really resonated with me this week. 
number one, Joyner Lucas, and dropped the video for Will. An amazing concept video, dope song. Uh, Joyner, Joyner Lucas is a, a very formidable MC. Uh, I enjoy him. I know he dropped a full-length project today. I haven't given much attention to, but the video for Will I thought was dope. Fire I do video. Have a home... Yeah, man, fire. And I do have a homegrown song that I've been fucking with with my with my uh, my fantasy woman, Cash Doll. I am going to lay eyes and meet Cash Doll before the end of the year is out. I'm putting it in the atmosphere. Uh, I'm gonna sell it to her. She may not buy it, but I'm gonna try and sell it to her. When Cash Doll dropped the video for Rich Hoochie, that's my shit. I love Cash Doll. She does no wrong in my eyes. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, who's bad? And I know, and I know, I know. I'm gonna meet her soon, and I'm not gonna freeze up like when I met Delicious. Promise. Please don't. Uh, <laughs> whose man is this? Because uh, I, it's just this shit just funny now, dog. So I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you. Hey, y'all know what the block party is? That's where I send the haters at. See, brother Peace, you can block them right off the screen. So whenever I see a hate comment, why are there white folks on my live? I don't even know why that's happening. <laughs> this is not for. Bl- this is only for Africans. If you are not black, this is not for you. Get off my feed, you damn Neanderthals. Anyway, <laughs> let's get into homeschooling. <laughs> is, is that is that the good brother tripping again, man? Man, this nigga funny, dog. Like I don't know what's wrong with him, but it's, wait, it's it's a little bit more, dog. Gets out, you will not have a problem. Wait a minute, what's going on? <laughs> Facebook blocked me. <laughs> they said I violated their community standards. What did I say? I didn't say nothing. I ain't saying nothing about no homosexual. Well, you know what? Earlier when I said some people don't agree with homosexual. peace. Man, this nigga is in a library, dog. For whatever reason, he's in a library on live. And the first one is like, why are there white people in my life? I'm going to use that somehow. Why are there white people in my life? Yeah, he said this is for Africans only. Why are there white people in my life? I'm gonna look, I'm gonna use that somehow. Not the white people portion, but just the why are there insert this on my life? That's gonna be a thing. Uh, why are there whole ass niggas watching my life? <laughs> right. Why are there Neander? It's I'm using that shit. Uh, then he got kicked yeah, off yeah. of uh kicked off uh facebook live he was so confused man but i don't know man you know you know man i love i love dr umar i really do it's 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 becoming a little bit of a calamity watching what he's going through week in and week out i love dr umar whatever you are struggling with good brother i pray i pray that you find a way out of this because this is not you doc it's not you you're better than this you're better than this or it is him, and it's always been I just, I donations, just, I just really, donations, I just, gifts. I just really want to believe you better than this, man. Yeah, I man. really do. It's just, it's just jokes at this point. You know what I'm saying? Because that shit funny to me. Um, not everybody. Every time <laughs> niggas tag me in all the Doctor Umar shit because it's just funny now. But man, um, that's what I got, man. It's time for the Benny, man. I don't got the music, man. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a benediction music because of because of our current situation. But 
you know, clap your hands and sing along. <laughs> you should know by now. Uh, it's dang going wild on IG. Uh, and that's all that matters. Follow Shop Talk Podcast, shoptalkpodcast.com. The brand is strong. We got bigger and better things coming up this year. You know, the coronavirus will not hold us back. It will not hold us down. We will we will be back stronger and better than ever. We got some big things brewing. Uh, once we out of this shit and we can get back into the studio, I'm definitely dropping my shop talk freestyle. So expect that coming up real soon. Somebody and tapped me in an eight bar it. challenge. I almost 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 uploaded one. I might still do it. Hey, do it, do it. And look, man. Even though we're not in the studio, when you see that blue and that black. You know where the fuck you at. The brand is strong. Yo. The brand will remain strong. Yo. When you speak about the Urban Detroit podcast scene and you don't speak our names, you speak disrespect. Shop Talk Podcast. Yo, follow Shop Talk Podcast on uh, Instagram. Uh, follow, uh, yo, go follow the YouTube page. It's like YouTube J Johnson 313. Um, because we need like a thousand subscribers on there so we can monetize that shit. So right now it's like yeah. 600 and 650 or something like that. So go subscribe to the YouTube page. It's youtube.com yeah. slash J Johnson. And just go watch it. Go watch it. It's some good story time with Dane. If you haven't heard about my mace incident or my, or my problem with the young lady trying to steal my cane, the stories are there. Yeah, we Don't got an interview. Uh, Rick Ross on there. Uh, Ty Mopkins yeah. on there. Uh, Machete Muhammad on there. Um, we got a lot of video content. A lot content. of good interviews. And I got a lot of video content that I have not put up on there because I'm not wasting it if I'm not getting paid on it. So as soon as we able to monetize that shit again, I'll start putting like all the shit on there. So go subscribe to that shit. Um, and we definitely got, and we definitely got some new video projects coming up. Look, I talk about it from time to time. I'm definitely dropping a rap project. It's tentatively titled Heartbreak Day, and it's gonna be a video component with it, and it's gonna surprise a lot of y'all. Um, when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studios. I'm not saying that we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jay and Dame. Hell yeah! Peace.